there. Welcome to Breadwinning Moms with Chloe. I'm your host, Chloe Taylor-Brown, and I am truly excited to be here with you today. We have a phenomenal show, as always, lined up for you, and I am really ready to rock and roll. As you know, Breadwinning Moms with Chloe is a progressive lifestyle enhancement blog, radio show, and podcast for working mothers and women business owners. We are entertaining, inspiring, encouraging, and celebratory. We love it when women win and girls around the world are winning too. And and in our cities, our communities, and within our families, we love it when women win and we want to win too. You know, as working mothers, we know how valuable it is to have role models and leaders blazing a trail for all of us and sharing their priceless secrets and proven success strategies with us. So this is why our objective here on Breadwing Moms with Chloe is to share amazing and relevant solution-oriented information for real, live, amazing people from different genres, careers, and walks of life in a cool, fun way with steps to help women and mothers meet and even succeed their expectations. And today's show is what do you call a man who loves and fuels multiple business women? What do you call a man who does that? You must call him a spark plug. Our main guest today is a spark plug and he has this extensive resume. But the thing that I love about Mr. Sparkplug is that he provides an amazing platform for women business owners. We also have Chantel Thompson of Sweet Job Spot. She's our recurring guest host on the show. She's gonna be coming back and we're gonna be talking about dating your job again. She's doing a series on that. And I'm also going to share a God Kiss story with you. You know, we're doing a God Kiss series, and this is not for a religious person. These are little inspirational nuggets, and sometimes they are big inspirational nuggets, but things that you feel that you have been so fortunate and so blessed that you know for certain that if you share it with one person or a group of pers- people or even with the world, that everyone's going to grow and be inspired. Well, that's what we're going to be doing today, talking about God-kissed experiences. You know, a few years ago, I had this God-kissed experience. I was actually lying on the bed, and a lot of things happen to me when I lie on the bed, and I'm between the fake, this, this, uh, I guess between sleep and non-sleep, you're kind of dazing off. You're not completely out, but you're not really awake. Well, some really amazing things have happened to me and for me during these particular times. And I remember one time um, I was lying there and trying to really take a nap. I was really tired. This is when I was a young mother. I had three little kids. Three, All of them were three years apart. And so I was going to steal this nap. And all of a sudden, I heard this music playing on the radio. And I didn't turn the radio on. And I was thinking that my six-year-old son uh, had come in and turned the radio on. So I 
trying to turn the radio off and it wasn't even on. And this music was so uplifting and there were no words. It was just kind of like a thousand angels singing. And it really took me somewhere. I'm telling you, I was not, my body was on that bed, but I was someplace else. And when I got up, you know, I, it was, the experience was so real. I tried to explain it. My words were, I was mumbling and couldn't get my words out. And I promise you, I was lying in a different place on the bed than I was lying before I lay down. And I felt like I had levitated. But nevertheless, I was someplace and I went to my group of friends who were these spiritual people and I shared it with them and they started looking at me as I was crazy woman. And uh, one of them was a really high level spiritual person. And I said, well, do you guys think I'm crazy? And they started, they kind of woke up out of the trance that I had them in and they said, no, we want something like that to happen to us. And so the more people I shared it with, it was a God kissed experience because it really changed my life. And even though I was ashamed or afraid or something to share with people, I realized that the more I shared it, the more it blessed people. And I know that you must have some God kissed stories too that you'd like to share. And if you have some, please give us a call at 347 884 9229. You can call us at Breadwinning Moms with Chloe. If we're doing a live show like we are now. You can dial 347-884-9229 to share your God kiss story. So I just felt a lot of little energy and life force coming back to me, just sharing that with you now because it was so real for me. If you'd like to connect with me, you can always connect with me at Chloe Taylor Brown.com and you can connect with me at Breadwinning Moms with an S, Breadwinning Moms with Chloe.com. You can find me at, on Facebook at Chloe Taylor Brown, on Instagram at Chloe Taylor Brown, on LinkedIn and Pinterest at Chloe Taylor Brown. And I love it when you tweet me, and that's at Chloe T Brown. Well, enough about that. Uh, I want to really uh, get to our first guest, uh, because I know that this is going to be so much fun to just really connect and hang out uh, with my guest. I want to tell you a little bit about him before I bring him on. Uh, his name is Sparkplug. We call him Sparkplug, but his name is Anthony Thomas. So Sparkplug's upbeat attitude, positive outlook on life, charismatic personality, and boundless energy have all contributed to his success in every sales arena. I mean, this man has been so successful in selling with so much energy that he has been hired by the Sparkplug company to be their spokesperson. And I know that he's been a, a, a burst of energy for me and for a lot of business women. So what he does is provide these amazing platform for professional women and women business owners to showcase themselves and their business. We're going to talk about all of that, but right now I want to say welcome to Breadwinning Moms with with Chloe Sparkplug. How are you doing, Mr. Anthony Thomas Sparkplug? Fantastic, and I'm trying to get better. Chloe Taylor Brown, it's great to be with you. 
How are you? Thank you. Thank you. I just got energized just by the way you said my name. Thank you so much. (laughs) Well, you know what we say about those three names, right? What do we say about three names? If you want a straight shot to success, call yourself by three names. Chloe Taylor Brown, it just sounds big time. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, no matter where you are, when you are in the presence of Sparkplug, you are going to be energized. Now, Sparkplug, you do a lot of things, and we're going to get to all that. But I want to, first of all, talk about your magazine, People You Need to Know magazine. You have events. You you do so many things. But let's start with the magazine. It's for women business owners. And and you, you work with men, but it's kind of indirectly. Am I correct or incorrect? You're right. I have three men clients who've been with me for many, many years. Attorney Donald P. Edwards, a noted attorney here in Atlanta for the past 41 years. He's been with me for about 21 years. He's been with me since 1994. I started in 93. And in 2010, when I changed my focus to women business owners, because 75% of my clients have always been women business owners anyway, and I had been on my wife for years saying, we should just change it to a women's magazine. And finally, she acquiesced and um, allowed me to do it in 2010. And when I went to Attorney Edwards and told him I was going to change my focus to women business owners, he said, you know, Sparkplug, that's a great idea because since I've been advertising with you, Since 1994, 95% of the people that have called me out of your magazine to do business have been women. He said, I'll be right with you. And he's also um, a third-year sponsor of our fifth annual Helping Women Succeed in Atlanta Global Summit and Awards is coming up on April 11th. Oh, wow. So listen, now you got me wanting to jump to that, and I'm going to get to that. But tell me about the inspiration of of First of all, starting a magazine, and then you notice that 75% of your clients were women business owners. How did you start the magazine? Well, first of all, why did you start the magazine, and then how did you start it? Well, I started way back in 1993, and I started with the spirit just to help small business owners. I saw, and you know, where a lot of small business owners couldn't really get affordable, great advertising and I saw an opening there so I decided to kick that door down and help them out and so I wasn't thinking about doing a women's magazine way back then I was just trying to make a sale (laughs) but uh, my very first sale was uh, Florence Branch the late great Florence Branch over in College Park and uh, she died a few years ago but she was my very first client and I remember when I was working for this other advertising company and I told Florence about the idea to start my own publication, she said, Spark Plug, when you do it, I want to be your very first client. And so women have been supporting me from the start. And so I just started with the spirit of helping, and I got better and better. I didn't know anything about the publishing business or advertising. I was just a top salesman for this advertising company. And after I met so many business people, business owners, male and female, I said, shoot, I could become a business owner myself. They inspired me. I started doing it and got better and better every year. Today, we're Atlanta's official magazine, Uplifting Women Business Owners. I love the spark plug and and see 
you've sold everything from pots and pans from the trunk of your car <laughs> to advertising space and business directories, magazines and newspapers. So if you can sell pots and pans from the trunk of your car, I like to think that you just switched that over when you saw that the women wanted what you had and you decided that you were just going to sell women on themselves. That's right. And it's all about selling them. And, and you said that so beautifully because what we find is that our greatest challenge here at People You Need to Know magazine is getting women to believe that they can be showcased in such a great way that we present them in our magazines. They see it for well, other know, people, but yeah. a lot of times they don't see it for themselves. And you know what? See, every woman in your magazine and on the cover, they look like superstars. Do they come there like that? Or do you have a, a glam squad team? Because they all look like models and celebrities. Well, every woman in the magazine is not like you, Chloe, a born model and never can take a bad picture. So what we have to do is put the spark plug glam team together. Every woman in that publication gets their own personalized photo shoot with a top photographer and a top makeup artist. We have someone there to help them pose. And I guarantee every woman who steps into our network that if we don't make you look like a superstar, I would rather give you your money back because you would be bad for my business. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, if you cannot look like a superstar, you would be bad for his business because he's only going to the highest level of excellence. And that includes making every woman. I was wondering how they all came out looking like a superstar. And what I love is that it's not, it doesn't matter their size or height or ethnicity or anything. They all look so glamorous, but at the same time, authentic. And I, I really love that. So, Sparkplug, you were also in the military. Yes. You've done a lot of things. Yes. In the U.S. Navy, I was in the squadron VS-31 on board the USS Dwight D. Eisenhower. So for the uh, people out there who don't know much about the military, that just means I was in a flight squadron, and I was on the ship in um, Norfolk, Virginia, on the big uh, nuclear carrier, the USS Dwight D. Eisenhower. I spent five years in the Navy, and I left honorably on August 4, 1991. And so I was proud to serve my country. That's amazing. Now, did, did that have anything to do with you having the tenacity to be able to sell anything and, and even people on themselves? Well, you know something, I've been selling since like the seventh grade. It's amazing that I was selling magazines door to door in the seventh grade and the eighth grade, and I sold more magazines than anybody in the school those two years in a row. And now I own magazines. We have three magazines. We're only talking about the People You Need to Know magazine right now, but we have three magazines about to start the fourth one later on this year in another state. And uh, my producer's kind of, uh, well, who's also my wife, She's kind of looking at me like, hey, don't give away too much of the farm right now. But <laughs> we're going to start another one in another state here in just a couple of months. But uh, by the time I got into the Navy, I had sold a bunch of different things already. And the Navy broadened my horizons. I got a chance to travel all around the world from on the continent of Africa to Israel to Japan to London. 
you know, all over England, all over um, Italy, got a chance to ski in the French Alps, you know, got a chance to just travel in so many different places. And I found out that people of all walks of life are pretty much the same. They all want a good education for their kids. They want to live in a safe fam- in a safe neighborhood. And, you know, they want to have friends and family that they can go out and celebrate great times with or just go out to dinner with or lunch with. And so I like to focus on what unites us instead of what divides us. So as a result, at People You Need to Know magazine, on our website, all over social media, you'll never see anything negative. We only promote the positive. A spark plug, like another definition for spark plug is a person who inspires or energizes. I try to do that in a phone call, in a handshake, or even in a magazine or on a radio show. Did your mom have anything to do with who you're being now? Uh, of course, she's your mom and her DNA is, you know, you're, you're, all that's going on. But how did your mother inspire you? Because... The, the work that you're doing, first of all, you got to have a very confident wife to, for you to be around all the women and working with women the way that you do. And it's very respectful um, women that you're working with, but still have a confident wife. But your mom, how does she inspire you to become the man that you are now? We're in a variety of ways. Number one, she was a single mother. She was a victim of domestic violence. She left my father when I was two years old. I found out probably 10 or 15 years ago that my mother, after she left my father, she went back to high school at 21 years old to the 10th grade because back then a lot of uh, young ladies used to drop out of high school to marry their husbands. She dropped out in the 10th grade to marry him, so she went back to the 10th grade to finish up her high school diploma, and she had to endure the kids laughing at her, calling her stupid and dumb, you're old as my mother and all that kind of stuff. She graduated. Because And she endured it because she wanted to make a better life for my late brother and my sister and myself. And uh, so she graduated there, and uh, she received her second master's degree at 65 years old. And so when I, when I meet any woman who may be featured in my magazine or is about to be featured in my magazine, I give them the same type of respect that I would give my mother, and I would I give them the type of exposure I wish some person would have given my mother way back when she was one of the first African-American uh, women in Cobb County to own her own uh, insurance agency, M&M Insurance Agency, way back in the day. She didn't have a spark plug in her life to get her some great exposure. So I do it for the other women because nobody ever did it for my mother. So they all, benefit. <laughs> they all benefit from my mother. I knew there was something going on, God, because your platform is so large and you do love and fuel these business women uh, owners that you work with. Now, Spark Club, you were just saying that you have these other magazines. Let us know what these magazines are as well. Well, I have a Women Speakers magazine. It's coming out in the next couple of weeks. It's called Women Speakers Magazine because I meet so many women like you who are uh, professional speakers as well. And so my team, they searched the Internet, searched the country, found out that there were no Women Speakers magazines in the country. So they said, hey, we need to do one. 
So we did one, and uh, Dr. Tonya Lowe is going to be on the front cover of the first uh, magazine that's going to be out here in a couple of weeks. Oh, I, I have, love it. I know her. Yeah, everybody knows Dr. Lowe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so she's well-known, and uh, she's spoken at our events just like you have. She was at the uh, 2013 Helping Women Succeed in Atlanta. If you remember, we had it at the Porter Sanford Performing Arts Center in Decatur. And then yes, have, that's where I met her. Yeah, okay. And so uh, then I have another magazine that's coming out in April. It's called PYNTK Business Women in the City. It's a smaller publication, and it's a more economical publication. than uh, It's an abbreviation for people you need to know, PYNTK, Business Women in the City. So when women call our office and they may not be able to afford People You Need to Know magazine, we have a few other options for them as well. I love the Spark Club. Now, let's just switch gears just slightly. Now, because you're in contact with a lot of women business owners, without calling any names or anything, because we're not being negative or anything, but what do you see or have you seen some things that women business owners could work on a little bit more so that we could be a little more competitive? Well, and not in a competition kind of way, but in the marketplace. Sure. The number one thing I see is a lack of belief. I try to encourage women. You know I'm a, a certified women's empowerment coach as well. I try to encourage women to um, understand their female advantage. And a lot of women don't understand their female advantage and a lot of them really don't believe in the impossible. Some may say they do, but actions speak louder than words. So I try to encourage women to believe in the impossible because as the late Audrey Hepburn said many years ago, she said the word impossible itself says I'm possible. And that's what I like to focus on. I love that too. Yes, I like that. And so you find that many female business owners have some insecurities about themselves or about what they're doing as a professional woman or both about um uh, as far as their business is concerned a lot of times people you know they do the business the day to day but they don't really believe they might get that breakthrough now I'm not I'm going to tell you a story and I don't even have to say the lady's name but it's a powerful story because she just called me uh yesterday and told me she just got back Monday night from New York right in my magazine you've heard of the chef called Bobby Flay Yes. They found her in People You Need to Know magazine. And, you know, they, they called her up and she said, how did you find me? They said, we saw you in People You Need to Know. She was like, wow. She just came back from taping an episode of The Throwdown with Bobby Flay on Monday night from New York. They paid all of her expenses, a hotel, plane, everything. And uh, she's going to be on that show later on this year. And they got her from People You Need to Know magazine. And so wow. a young lady who was an attorney, she told her about our magazine. And she said, girl, you need to be in this magazine because she was telling her how great she looked in it. And she said, girl, you need to be in it. And she really didn't believe she could do it. But she scraped up her money, got it together. She got in the magazine, and uh, she just finished that taping. And a matter of fact, she did a big party just a few months ago 
for Beyonce's father. You played Beyonce at the beginning, and uh, she did a big party for Matthew Knows in Texas. And uh, now she that's met, amazing. She got that event for Matthew Knows because at our Helping Women Succeed in Atlanta event last year, she met a lady at the Intercontinental Hotel who was there at the event. This lady put her in contact with Matthew Knows. This is what I love about your magazine. Not only are you providing a platform for women business owners and professional women and breadwinning moms, you're also providing these amazing, wonderful opportunities for women to connect and build relationships and rapport with some of the right people. And that is really essential for women business owners. Do you feel that women business owners are great networkers? Well, women business owners are the best networkers. And women tell me all the time, Dr. Jennifer Rook, who uh, is an upcoming author, and she's on the uh, faculty over at Morehouse School of Medicine. She just told me Monday of this week, she said, Spark Plug, <laughs> one of the things I love about going to your events is that I can end up connecting with women I probably wouldn't have a chance to meet in other places. And she said, we had a young lady here just the other day who was speaking over here, and I could say I knew her because I met her at an event you had at the Fernbank Museum. And so women tell me all the time about the connections. They say the connections are, you know, are better a lot of times than people just calling them out of the magazine. And people tell me when folks call out of the magazine, they get a better quality potential client out of our magazine because people see them in there looking like superstars. And so instead of them hoping they can get a call, the caller is hoping that they can do business with that person. So we kind of change the game. Right. Instead That's of amazing, instead yes. of the mm-hmm. business owner hoping they can get a call, the consumer is calling them hoping that they can do business with them. Isn't that beautiful? It's absolutely beautiful. And if you're just joining us, you are listening to Breadwinning Moms with Chloe. I'm your host, Chloe Taylor Brown, and we're talking to Mr. Sparkplug. He is the visionary behind People You Need to Know magazine other magazines, and you also uh, do a great event. But before we go into that, I'd like to know that if you're listening to this call and you'd like to call in to comment, you can dial 347-884-9229 and you press one to speak. So uh, did you start the event because of the need you saw it or was it always something that you wanted to do once when you started the magazine, or did it just grow into that? Which event are you talking about? The Helping Women Succeed? Well, well, just all of the events, because you started one, and I see now that you have so many events going on. They're all fabulous. Well, uh, people would always, we didn't want to do the events, because I'm busy, you know, I'm a nationally owned motivational speaker as well. And so we didn't want to do the events because I'm busy enough. But people kept saying, oh, Sparkplug, can you do this? Can you do different events to bring us together? So we started, we used to just do one event, and that was like a launch party. But then we did uh, uh, an event last year called uh, Bring Your Daughters event, where they got a chance to meet Dr. Danielle Green, who is a Fulbright scholar. She's uh, celebrated Christmas with the Obamas. You know, she's uh, uh, 
She's an honors uh, physics graduate, and she created her own toothpaste. She has a couple of successful dental practices around Atlanta. So we felt like it would be a great event for young girls to come out and meet this young lady face-to-face, and that was a very successful event as well. We did another event called Ask the Doctors, where I got together like eight to ten doctors from gynecologists to dermatologists to holistic doctors to chiropractors, you name it, and I had them to, uh, you know, answer all kind of health questions that people have. Matter of fact, that's when I knew Dr. Ton- Dr. Tanya Lowe was a star, and uh, because you know everybody wanted questions answered by Dr. Lowe because she was so good on the platform. And so, uh, but our Helping Women Succeed in Atlanta event came about. Uh, five years ago when I was shaving one morning, and I said, you know, I'll get my radio show, I'll get, you know, these different events we do, we got a magazine. At that time I was doing a newspaper, and I said, what else can, what else can we do to help women succeed? And I snapped my fingers and I said, that's it. I can have an event called Helping Women Succeed in Atlanta. And I told my wife about it, and she said, you know, we can make it a spring empowerment conference. And she's the one that told me last year we need to make this thing global. So this year it's a global summit and awards, and it's going to be live streamed on YouTube live to over 100 countries around the world. So it's all in the spirit of service and asking ourselves, what else can we do to help? What do you believe that women could do more of women who are wanting to start their business based on what you've seen, the women who've already started their businesses and they're being successful. You're having these conversations with them and interviewing them for women who have great ideas. Uh, they may have products uh, or may they, maybe they've never thought of opening a business, but what could you say for us to do more of for women who want to, Oh, be business owners. Well, number one is belief, right? And uh, number two, I want to encourage the women to think like a champion, right? What because does that a mean? Champion, a champion expects to win. So oh, when they start yeah. out in that business, a lot of people, well, you know, I hope things work out. I tell women all the time, keep this in mind, ladies. You're not a failure if you don't make it. You're a success because you tried. Champions expect to win. Champions go down swinging. (laughs) Right? They go down swinging. So I was out in California visiting my niece, who's an actress, just back in January, around the end of January. And I told her, we were um, at dinner, and I said, look. You know, she was like, oh, Uncle Sparkplug, I hope I make it out here as an actor. I said, look, I already see you as a success. You went to college. You saved your money. You came out here. Now you're in your acting school. You, you had your minor. She graduated from FAMU with a degree in architecture with a minor in, uh, th- uh, in theater. I said, look, history is going to show that you did all the right things and you moved out here to go after your dream." I said, always remember, you're not a failure if you don't make it. You're a success because you tried. I see you as a success. Whether or not I see you on the big screen or on the small screen, I already see you as a success. She was almost in tears, boy. She was like, thank you, Uncle Sparkplug. Yes. So when did you take on the name Sparkplug? I know it was given to you uh, 
by one of your mentors or someone that you worked for because you were so energetic and making things happen? Well, it was in Perimeter Mall way back in like 1984. I was a top salesman, one of the top salesmen in the nation for this sporting goods company. And the owner of the company, whose name is John Smith, we're still good friends today. He used to say, man, with your energy and enthusiasm, you are the spark plug. And the name just stuck. So it wasn't until back around 1995 when I got into the motivational speaking business, after I overcame my fear of public speaking, okay, I uh, found out that another definition for spark plug, besides being that little device that helps your car start up in the morning, is a person who inspires or energizes. And that's what I try to do in my speaking. I try to do it in my writing. I try to do it in my emails. I try to do it in my magazines, my events. And so my whole brand is about inspiring others, mainly the women, because when women succeed, the nation prospers. This is so true. You know, I've written a girl's swag, a girl's curriculum. It's called Girl Swag, uh, personal, a global curriculum for girls around the world. And the motto of that is that when we save a girl, we save nations, we save generations, because it starts with that girl. Because if we can get a girl to shift her mindset, when she becomes that woman that you're working with, she is a natural leader and that she makes things happen. So I'm in agreement with you on that. And I have something that I'm holding in my hand that that I guess I was led this morning. It was like a God kiss because I didn't know that you were going to talk about your niece and success. But this is a quote that I really love. It's more like a paragraph uh, or a statement. And it's by Ralph Waldo Emerson. He says, to laugh often and much, to win the respect of intelligent people and the affection of children, to earn the appreciation of honest critics and endure the betrayal of false friends, to appreciate beauty, to find the best in others, to leave the world a bit better, whether by healthy child, a garden patch, or a redeemed social condition, to know even one life has breathed easier because you have lived, this is to have succeeded. And Mr. Sparkplug, Anthony Thomas, I think that you are doing that. And even the statement that you shared about your niece, you do that, you do it very naturally. And I am very, very appreciative for what you do for women because when you do this for women, as you've said, you're doing it for generations and for nations of people. Oh, and that's so true. And uh, just piggybacking off of you, what you said about Ralph Waldo Emerson, mm-hmm. one quote that he said I kind of live my life by is our chief want is someone who will inspire us to be what we know we could be. Oh, say that again. Our chief want is someone who will inspire us to be what we know we could be. And so that's the type of person I want to be. I want to inspire people to be what they know they could be. That's me too. I want to inspire people to be what they know they can be. That's it. And you know, 
what to be able to do that, you've got to get a, a person, the people to understand who they are already authentically, beautifully, and to be able to use that. Do you find that a lot of the women who are uh, that you're supporting and working with and inspiring and and uh, helping them to be what they want to be by show, showcasing them in your magazine. Do you feel that they've gotten that somewhere along the way? Uh, from our company? Uh, well, from your company or anywhere, because, you know, the successful people, you, I feel that you can be successful for a time, but to maintain that and to be able to have even great failures and to bounce back and to keep going is something in you that you have to have within yourself. And most people don't, don't tap into that. And that's why you're a coach. Well, you know something, um, and you're right. And, uh, but what I find is a lot of, of the women, they kind of naturally have that because women throughout history, and I am also a historian, uh, women throughout history have always been making a way out of no way. A few weeks ago, we went down to Daytona Beach, Florida, to spend uh, the weekend with my wife's godmother, Dr. Fredericks, down there. She graduated in 1956 from Mary McLeod Bethune College, and, uh, or Bethune-Cookman. And um, she was there when Melanie, I'm sorry, uh, Mary McLeod Bethune was there. Well, she died. Miss Bethune died in 1955. And um, Dr. Fredericks was showing us the campus just a couple of weeks ago, and she was showing us the first six buildings that were, were there. And we talked about Miss um, McLeod starting this college with like, uh, you know, $150 or $50, I can't remember. But now it's a university, and it's a beautiful campus. And this sister here, talk about making a way out of no way, um, starting with, Five students, and in in one of the original five students, I cannot remember her name, she just died a couple of years ago. And going from five students, $150, to where they are today is totally amazing. And her mm -hmm. home in Daytona Beach, Florida, and her home in Washington, D.C., are both uh, historic landmarks. Plus, she has a beautiful statue on the campus of Bethune-Cookman University, and she has one at Lincoln Memorial Park in Washington, D.C. So uh, throughout world history, women have been making a way out of no way. And a lot of people, they don't like history, but I draw strength from history. I think about Dr. Eliza Ann Greer, who's the first African-American woman in 1897, who was licensed to practice medicine in the state of Georgia. She had an office, an OBGYN practice in 1897 in downtown Atlanta, and she told the AJC at the time when they interviewed her, all people, all ladies, regardless of race, will be treated in my office. Then this lady, Chloe, she graduated from, I think it was the Pennsylvania Women's Medical College or something like that. She picked cotton every other year that she wasn't in medical school to graduate. It took her eight years to graduate. She picked cotton every other year for her tuition money. So oh, wow. women, when <clears throat> see, stories like that are universal. They can inspire anybody. But I think women should really 
look more into their great women's history. Don't you know they're looking in uh, 2020, they're looking to have the first woman on a $20 bill to celebrate the 100-year anniversary of women's right to vote? I saw that. I actually posted that on Bread Winning Moms with Chloe's blog, uh, an article, and I actually went so far as to put my face on a $100 bill because and I'm I sure think it it's best. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I thought it was pretty cute. And uh, you can see it on Bread Winning Moms with Chloe.com if you'd like to visit. Well, Okay, so for the women who, uh, business owners who would like to consider being in one of your magazines, do they need to contact you to get fees? Can you tell them, generally speaking, what this would cost them, or is that something that you can't put on the air? I'd rather not put that on the air, but they can call our office at 770-460-5995, but we have something for every budget. So with our magazine, people call us all the time and say, Spark Plug, how do you select the women to be in your magazine? I say, we don't select the women. They select us. So our magazine is open to any woman who wants to get some great exposure at an affordable price and, and pretty much help us change the history because that's what we're doing. We're game changers. We have changed... We have changed the whole brand, I'm sorry, we have changed the whole paradigm of how women business owners are being promoted around the world. See, we're a branding company. Our magazines are just a few grains of sand of the beach of things that we do to showcase, uplift, and spotlight women business owners. Well, Spark Plug, this is wonderful. We have uh, a caller, okay. and I would like to open up the mic for the caller. Are you okay with that? Of course, of course. Okay, so I'm going to open up the mic for a caller. Uh, your area code is A57209. Hi there, you're live with Spark Plug on Breadwinning Moms with Chloe. Hello? Okay, I think that person probably pressed one by accident. We have another caller. Let's see, this caller, I'm going to open the line for a caller that's 770-716. So, uh, no, that's that's not, that's uh, That's my number. <laughs> okay, okay, so that, that caller just, let me see if they want to come back because uh, they just, one second, here's another caller. Hi there, you're live. Your area code is 404-587. Do you have a question or a comment? Hello, did you mean to press the one to speak? Are you there? Yes, okay. hi, how are you? I'm Jackie Johnson of Profile Africa. Hello, Jackie Johnson of Profile Africa. How are you today and thanks for calling. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm actually one of the speakers who will be supporting SparkPlug's event coming up on April 11th, the fifth annual Helping Women Succeed in Atlanta. Oh, wow. Aren't you very fortunate? I did that one year and I was highly blessed as a result of that. What are you most excited about? 
Well, I'm most excited about sharing my wonderful story about Africa's growth and opportunities, as well as interacting with all the powerful ladies who will be there. Very excited about that. Oh, that's wonderful. Do you have something that you'd like to say to Sparkplug? Hello, Sparkplug. I Hello. just wanted to say that he's doing such a great job giving women platforms and profile opportunities to share their business, expand their influence portfolio, and not only does he share about everyone else as people we need to know, but he's also a person we need to know as well. And we just want to appreciate him for all that he's doing in the women empowerment community and um, just to thank God for him. I am so happy that, that you have said that. And thank you so very much for calling. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, you have a wonderful day. But I am so glad that uh, Jackie has called in to say that because I love an opportunity to present and showcase men as well, men such as Sparkplug, Anthony Thomas, for the work that you're doing and the love that you're showing to women, period, and especially women business owners. So thank you, Sparkplug. We really appreciate you and what you're doing. We really do. Uh, you, know, it's, you know something? I do appreciate that. I was speaking over at uh, Georgia State a few months ago. And I told one of the students during the question and answer period that just about everything great that's ever happened to me in my life, a woman had something to do with it. Oh, <laughs> you have the best quotes today. Say that well, that's, again. That's just the truth. So, uh, and I thought about it the other day, and I said, beginning with being born, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just about everything great that's ever happened, a woman had something to do with it. So uh, I don't forget that. Oh, wow. Well, we have another uh, caller. I can hardly keep up with these lines. Second, I'm going to open up the line for area code 770. The first three numbers are 716. So well, that's I, my, that's uh, I my think, number. Okay, this I'm keep I can't keep up with this. Okay, that one is Okay, that person, that's your number again. That person just left. Okay, spark plug. You, I don't think we've had so many callers and I'm seeing all this, all of these pink red lights here and it's making me a little bit nervous. But spark plug, <laughs> I would love for you to share um, your, your contact information, to share the details. And I'm going to be posting also on Breadwinning Moms with Chloe, your banner about your event that's coming up in April uh, to share with my, with my, uh, my listeners. So I would like for you to share now how everyone can connect with you. Okay. Now you don't want me to answer another question from a caller. Well, I can't figure out, um, the caller. I think that this is my next person that's coming on. Okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it is my next okay. person. Well, oh, let me give you sorry. my number real quick. My contact number is 770-460-5995. Say that again, please. 770-460-5995 or the website is sparkplugpeople.com. Sparkplugpeople.com. And how can 
everybody connect with you on your social media? At uh, Facebook.com forward slash P-Y-N-T-K, which is an abbreviation for people you need to know, or they can just do Facebook.com forward slash Spark Plug. Wonderful. Spark Plug, it's been real. You've been live. You have truly blessed me with your quotes and just sharing. Please say hello uh, to your wife, who is very, very supportive. And one day, I do intend to meet your wife. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks a lot, Chloe, and thanks for what you're doing for the community and for the upliftment of women everywhere. Thank you so very much. Bye for now, Spark Club. Take care, Miss Chloe Taylor Brown. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. My man is smooth like Barry and his voice got bass. You gotta love Mr. Spark Plug. He is a ball of energy and just a wealth of information that shows so much love for women business owners and women, period. We're gonna switch it up just a little bit and bring another girl back on. This is my girl. This is Chantel Thompson, who is our contributor for Breadwinning Moms with Chloe. She joins us almost every week from Sweet Job Spot. And today she is finishing up her series. And I'm not sure if she's finishing up or if she's just getting started, but we're talking about dating your job. Chantel Thompson, are you with us? Um, are you with me, me, Chantel? Yes, I can. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. And we <laughs> talked about dating your job and we're getting to the point where we've got to talk a little bit about commitment. Wow. So it is like a relationship. You have to talk to yourself about whether you're going to be, have a one night stand. I like that song. This guy says, this is not a good look you see, but he's really into that one. stand. So you're talking about commitment. We can't keep jumping around from job to job. So give it to us, Chantel. Okay. Well, um, there's some really important parts of commitment. Uh, the first thing is that you have to have an end goal in mind. So in order to have that end goal in mind, you have to be intentional. You have to build a good foundation. And you have to continue to think about the skills that you're building while you're at the company and what you wanna, what, what do you want to produce with, with that um, with that company or in that relationship. Uh, the second thing is obviously when you're, when you're inside of a commitment, um, how flexible are you going to be? What are some things that you might have to weed out? Like in a regular relationship, you know, once you've made a commitment to somebody, you don't go dating other people. So then that might mean uh, taking your, your profile off of some of the job hunting sites, um, you know, not going to as many of the networking events that you used to go to in order to find a job and, um, you know, uh, committing to learning about this company and kind of uh, somewhat constraining yourself in a way of saying, okay, this is my company. I know there's a lot of other great companies and there's recruiters calling me, but I want to stay here, you know. And then finally, it has to be rewarding and fulfilling. So, you know, as you're looking to make a commitment, you have to think about 
how rewarding is it? How fulfilling is it? Because when you, um, you might feel pressure to jump into a job situation that might not be right for you because it pays a certain amount of money, but in the long run, are you going to get these benefits of it being intentional, um, building those skills? Uh, will you have a chance to put down, lay down a good foundation or will you feel unfulfilled even though you're making a lot of money or whatever your financial target is, is it going to leave you unfulfilled in all these other ways? So when we think about commitment, we got to think about everything. You know, you don't want to marry I like this a lot. You said, what did you, you say about marrying? <laughs> I mean, when, when, when you think about getting married, you don't want to marry somebody just because they've got a big bank account. They don't treat you right. Um, you know, you want to marry somebody who loves you and cares for you and respects you. And that's the same in a relationship with a company. You want to work for a company that they respect you as much as you respect them. Chantel, I love this conversation and you cracked me up a little bit. I wanted to really laugh, but I didn't want to stop the flow because you said you, you're, the commitment is that once you've made the commitment for a job, you don't go around dating other people once you make the commitment. So this is really big. Just like dating a person, when you're dating different jobs and then you make a commitment, what Chantel Thompson of Sweet Job Spot is saying, really be intentional about making the commitment. Don't have your resume floating around and on all of these boards. Stop and acknowledge that you are now committed and that you are with this company. Now, that doesn't mean I would think, Chantel, that, that once you decide, well, you know, I don't think I want to be with this company anymore, then you can, you're free to make that choice. And then you can get back into the dating game. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. If you decide that it's it's not the job for you, um, especially like I said, if you're a contractor or a um, you know a temp, and you're looking at the position and you're saying to yourself, I don't see myself here long term. This isn't something I want to do forever. Um, I need a paycheck then you might want to continue the date around. Now, you might not want to accept a full-time position if you feel like that. And you have to be kind of upfront and honest with yourself because you don't want to end up burning bridges in the long run. So if you feel compelled to say yes just because, um, you know, it's a job and everybody's saying, but it's a job, it's a job, take it. Think about it the same way you would think about a marriage. Would you just marry somebody because, well, it's a husband? Or do you want to meet the right mate? So the same way, you know, you want to meet the right mate, you want to commit to the correct job. So make sure that you're thinking along the same line. Could I see myself in 10 years? Is there an opportunity for growth? I mean, it might not be a lifetime commitment, but it's still a commitment. I just thought in my mind, I watched something from a show. This is kind of a series something about life and mm -hmm. it was about this woman who had this great relationship and she and the man decided they were going to commit it was perfect they went to hawaii on the honeymoon and there on the honeymoon is when the man first struck her 
domestic violence. And it was about something that he wanted her to wear or going to go something for something that didn't make any sense. And she was telling him, no, I'm not going to change. I want to wear this. And he, it was as though he didn't want to go with her if she wasn't going to change. And she decided, well, are you coming with me? She put her sunglasses on really sassy, not thinking too much of it. And as she was walking out the door, he hit her. And she said that, well, he ended to make a long story short, a few years later, several years later, she had two daughters, little girls. He kept doing this, but she figured that, you know, she married him and she didn't want to be embarrassed to come back from the honeymoon and say that he's violent. So that is an extreme example. I know that, but this is what I just thought about when you were saying everything that you were saying about the commitment. What, when you're dating and you find that you have this perfect opportunity, this perfect job, and you give up all the other possibilities and you take this big job and you go through the training and they set you up, they move you and everything, they relocate you and you get there and you find out it's not for you. Do you stay in that relationship because you're embarrassed or do you get right out of it? You know, that is actually an extremely important question. And what I suggest you do is you get a big piece of paper and you write down all the pros and cons. Um, for example, if you have a boss that might put you down or if you notice they're kind of controlling, you might want to put that on your cons list. Um, you know, you can put down the things that you like about the job. Well, you might be learning some things despite the boss. You might like the coworkers despite the boss. And you could put that down as well. And when you start doing your list and you start looking at those pros and those cons, Two things are going should happen when you do that. Um, one of those things is you can spot things that are really big red flags, like is there going to be an opportunity for growth? No? Okay, that's a red flag. This person is not going, uh, doesn't have any indicators that they're going to help me grow. Okay, then you look on your pro side, your coworkers, other people in the area, are they going to help you grow? Because you, you're direct boss might not be able to help you grow. However, since you're in a job setting, um, there's often other managers and other people that might actually be interested in helping you grow. And you could align yourself with them even while you're working with that boss. And I'm not saying to go behind your boss's back, but if that person can coach you through working with that boss and getting around some of those obstacles, then Yes, you want to stay. Now, if you find yourself feeling like you're on an island and it's your boss and maybe maybe you don't work for a large company, maybe it's just a one-man operation and you're just working for them, well, if they're not going to, if you're not going to get promoted, and I'm not saying without cause, but if you feel like they're putting you down, they're not really helping you grow, well, this is a small company, um, really you really would like to think, well, what are the avenues? Who do they work with? If they, if I were to leave, you know, what would be the, what would be the talk around the town? Would I have to change industries? Would I possibly have to align myself somewhere else? Because since, you know, there's no domestic violence usually at a job, but there can be some mental, mental, I don't know what the correct term would be, but they can kind of mentally break you down if you're there for eight hours a day. And it can take a toll on your personality and 
and just your general well-being, enjoyment of life. So I would say write down the list. And if you've had a boss before that exhibited qualities you did not like and that was the reason you left, if you see it in the current boss, leave immediately as soon as possible. Put your resume out there. Start calling companies. Use your lunchtime wisely if you have to. And what I'm saying with that is, hey, you know, instead of hanging out with your coworkers, get in your car, get on your phone, make those calls and say, look, I'm looking for another position. I'm here. It's not going to work out. And here's my resume. And just keep sending it out to as many people as you can. Well, I love that, Chantel. If you can kind of wrap up with where to go next once you have been intentional and that you've made the decision and you've made the commitment, what would be the next thing for uh, the ideal next thing to do? Well, the ideal next thing when you're ready to make that commitment with the job is to start on your negotiation path. And when I say that, I mean, um, you know, you want to look at the finances, but you want to see how often you're going to be reviewed how often are you going to, um, you know, come up to get a raise or a promotion or anything within the company? And make sure that when you're making that commitment that you sit down and really go over those details with your employer because that can really make or break your career if you have somebody where, okay, I got the job, I think it's great, but I realize you know, they don't check in with me to make sure I know what I'm doing. Um, you know, they pretty much left me on my own. I'm not going to get a raise. I don't even know why I didn't get a raise or why I did get a raise. Um, you know, looking at the corporate culture and everything. And if you're ready to say, okay, this sounds good, sign on the dotted line. And go back in every three to six months and get those reviews and make sure that, um, you know, you're hitting your targets and your goals. You might make mistakes, but that you keep going and you keep growing yourself. I love it, Chantel Thompson of Sweet Job Spot. Thank you so much for all that you do for us every week and for hanging out with all of us independent women, breadwinners, primary breadwinners, working moms, business women, entrepreneurs. We love what you contribute. So thank you so very much and let us know how we can connect with you. All right. Thank you, too. And you, um, you can connect with me at Sweet Job Spot. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you so very much, Chantel Thompson. We will see you next week on Breadwinning Moms with Chloe. Goodbye for now, Chantel. Goodbye. Thank you all so very much for listening to Breadwinning Moms with Chloe. I am your host, Chloe Taylor-Brown, and I have really enjoyed spending this time with you. Please share our blog. That's Chloe, excuse me, that is Breadwinning Moms with Chloe at Chloe. I'm sorry, I'm getting so confused. I want you to share the blog. It's breadwinningmomswithchloe.com. And also you can connect with me at chloetaylorbrown.com. We're getting this straight. So thank you so very much. Make today spectacular. And we will see you next time on breadwinningmomswithchloe.com.